Welcome to the campfire, the only place where friends and strangers alike sit down and tell tales in truth or fiction in exchange of my blessing of their safe travels. Allow me to relight the fire while you relax and listen. Make your mind wander about the reality we live in. This story I'm about to tell you tonight is called Can I Take Some Before Photos of You? From user Siege Jamal. Sit back, relax, and fall asleep as you listen to our tales. This happened in August of 2013. I was visiting Montreal for their Diver Site Weekend, which was basically like Pride, but took place the long weekend before the official Montreal Pride. My best friend at the time had met a guy at Toronto Pride a month earlier, and he invited both of us to come there so my friend wouldn't be uncomfortable going to spend the weekend with someone he didn't know well. We arrived on Thursday, and the trip was going great. We went out the first night, walked the streets that were closed off to cars the next day, and our host made us a nice dinner. And then we went out again Friday night. So that Friday night we went out to a club, parking, and it was another fun night. The music was great, and the tequila shots were incredibly cheap. I was dancing and moving all around the club, but would circle back and check in with my friend and our host and I would also run into people that I knew who were also visiting from Toronto and ended up taking some MDMA from one of them. Danced some more until I was completely soaked in sweat so I went to the bathroom to wipe myself down and pee. When I got into the bathroom someone was leaving but it looked like I was the only one in there. I went and used the stall because I have a hard time using the urinal and once I came out I was quite surprised to see a man in the corner of the washroom smiling at me. He looked in his mid-thirties, on the shorter side, and a bit chubby. He was wearing a polo t-shirt and jeans and had glasses, and I remember thinking when I saw he reminded me of an accountant. Not sure why that thought popped in my head. I was pretty sure I didn't hear the door, but I couldn't be sure, so I just smiled back and said hello as I went to wash my hands. Hello, he responded, are you having fun tonight? I replied I was in that the music was incredible and was wiping myself down with paper towels and my shirt. Do you want to do some coke with me? He asked. Now, this was not the first time I had been offered coke in a bathroom at a nightclub, and had done this in the past and ended up having some good experiences and met some interesting people. So I was already high and drunk and not thinking much of it, I said. Sure, I would love to, thanks. I just live right near here. It's at my place. If you don't mind coming over, we can do some lines and have a drink then walk back to the club. He replied. Now obviously looking back I realize how very dumb my following actions were and I can't imagine myself being so stupid and careless now. But without thinking about it I agreed and I left with him. We chatted on the walk over to his place. He asked me where I was from because I didn't seem like I was from Montreal. And what parties I had gone to and how old I was and my name. I asked his name but he instead responded that we had arrived. The whole wall felt like five minutes, but I honestly hadn't been paying much attention to where we were walking. His apartment was in this building that had three floors, and his unit was on the second floor, and you had to climb this long, narrow metal staircase. And his door seemed to be in the middle of two other apartments on either side. He unlocked the door and let me in first, flicked on the lights, and told me to make myself comfortable. I was walking and noticed he had carpet, so I turned around to ask him if I should take my shoes off when I noticed that he was locking the door from the inside with a key above the regular lock. 
and at that moment I was overwhelmed with a feeling of dread like I had never felt before. The danger I had possibly put myself in and now seeing this person locking their door from inside with a key. I just thought to myself I'll pretend I didn't see that. I won't take off my shoes and politely hang out for a few minutes then ask to head back. I also thought I could be having an extreme overreaction to what I saw because I was high. But as I looked around everything inside of me was just screaming you need to get out of here. I went and sat on the arm of the couch. He said I should take off my shoes and relax. I was getting a better look at him now in the lights of his apartment. He still looked plain and unassuming but his eyes looked shifty. And he pulled down both of the shades on the windows that were on each side of the door. I told him that I was okay and I was eager to get back to dancing so he said he would make us drinks then we could go back. The apartment was looked much bigger inside than it did from the street. It was an open layout with the living room beside the kitchen and then a hallway in the middle with closed doors painted black and I could hear music coming from one of the doors. I asked him if someone else was there as he came from the kitchen with a glass and he replied no. As he handed me my glass, he looked me up and down, he said, with this increasingly creepy smile spreading across his face. You have a very beautiful body, especially your chest. Would you mind if I took some before photos of you before we went back? Every alarm bell is going off in my head now, and all I can think about is Jeffrey Dahmer and all his Polaroids, and what am I going to do because that was such a creepy thing to say. And all I can manage is a polite laugh as I take the drink and say sure. Excellent. He says, he then tells me to take off my shoes and he is going to get the coke and his camera and to finish my drink. He walked down the hall, takes out his keys and unlocks the second door and opens the door enough to slip in and closes it behind him. The second that door was closed I jumped up, ran over to the sink and dumped my drink, put my shirt on and ran to the front door. I was able to turn and unlock the regular lock, but the door would not budge. I kept turning and pulling, but nothing Then I heard from behind me, what are you doing? I turned around and he was standing at the base of the hallway with one of those professional cameras slung around his neck and holding a square mirror with a pile of white powder on it. I thanked him for the drink gesturing to my empty glass, but that it was getting late and I wanted to get back, but we could exchange numbers and maybe meet up tomorrow. His demeanor slightly changed. He was still smiling, but his tone when he next spoke sounded irritated. He asked me if I was nervous about taking the photos and if I should just wait for my drink to relax me and I said no that I wanted to go. This exchange of him telling me to stay and me saying no went back and forth for about a minute when he suddenly glared at me, put down the mirror, pointed at the couch, and said sit down now. Not knowing what to do or how I was going to get out of this, I remembered that there were other units on each side of us and it had to be around 2.30 in the morning at this point so I just started screaming at the top of my lungs like a madman, banging on the door, the window, the wall. SHHH, shut up, be quiet. He snapped at me as he ran to the door. He quickly unlocked and told me to get out and stepped aside. I bolted out that door and down the stairs skipping the bottom steps and hopping over the side of the railing. I looked up behind when I landed and he wasn't there but I heard a door slam and took off running down the street. I hadn't paid attention on the walk there so I didn't know which way to walk but I knew it was close. And luckily I was able to wave down a passing taxi and take it back to the bar. When I got back to the bar I found my friend in the same spot dancing. The whole incident must have been less than half an hour. I was too embarrassed about how stupid I had been and being back in the club I started to feel bad that I had just freaked out on this nice man so I didn't say anything. 
but I stayed by his side until we left shortly after I got back. The entire thing felt quite surreal, and I remember the next day when I did tell my friend kind of laughing it off and joking about getting murdered and trying to make light of it because it was so scary and it wasn't until years later after joining Reddit in this sub and reading other stories that I started to think about that night more and more and realized how much potential danger I put myself in. So, to the strange man from the bathroom who lured me to his place and wanted to take before photos of me, let's not meet ever again. Now, that was the end of my tale. I hope you enjoyed yourself listening while escaping the world you live in. That is all for today. Safe travels and a blessed day. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.